welcome to Alchemy Answers 61. This that was a, a long, long, long rant. intro. <laughs> long rant. But uh, that's okay. We have only not too many questions, and uh, also it's important. It this is. is. This is this is important. This is the game we play. I my my fear is that if uh, Dota did shit the bed, I I don't know what game I'd play because Dota is the game that like I haven't moved on to another game yet. I still really enjoy Dota. Before I I moved on between games. Anyway, would you uh, play League? No, I don't. I think I think if I were to play a game, I wouldn't just play another mobile. Probably, I'm definitely looking forward to like Diablo Four. I'm definitely looking mm. forward to that game. Sure, I'm a huge huge Diablo fan. I I would want to switch to something that's that's different. I wouldn't just go to the next the next moba, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. So Fazy, uh, pronounced Fuzzy, says uh, I assume Venge Five is a decent pick in almost any game. Is this correct? I think so. I think it's pretty decent. Uh, what I'm getting at is whether is she even is she even good, uh, or sorry, is she good even without many ranged heroes, Drow or similar heroes? What about Bench Four and Bench Three? Uh, I think you probably want to pick it with with ranged heroes if you can. If if I go to Dota Two Pro Tracker, you can see that Venge is not is not as popular as she once was, um, and I think the reason for that is is so if you look at her win rate, she's at like 692 picks. And 56% win rate, so that's that's quite good. Uh, but the reason that I think the picks are so low is because people are only picking her with ranged heroes now. So I mm. would really look to just kind of copy what the what the pros look like they're doing. It's a it's a fine hero though. I think swap just is is something that's going to be really strong. She gives people stats. She does minus armor. She has good harass. She has a decent stun. It's Everything's low cooldown. Really, really good at fighting yeah. constantly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty terrible against Puck, I will say. That's another reason that she's not getting picked as much. Is that hero is really bad against Puck. Swap people break the coil. Yeah. She's good with Puck. Yes. Uh or similar question. Uh the question I want oh sorry, the question I want to tie into, however, is a bigger one. How do you recognize the right skill build for a flexible hero like Vengeful Spirit? I see high skilled players maxing aura by eight, getting rank three wave by seven, some still maxing stun by seven. Uh, it feels pretty hard to find part patterns in reasoning within the replays. I feel like the skill, uh, some of the skill builds might just be suboptimal. What is a good approach? I would, I would actually say that for this might be like a little controversial depending on who you ask, but I think with most pro level players, they're following instinct. And if you ask them what they, why they did that after the fact, they could tell you but they weren't thinking really about it at the time. It was just in the game. It felt like they needed more points and stun. Yep. Like, let's say um, the minus armor, you're just not getting really close enough to people to use it, or you don't have that much right click, uh, or you really need some disable, or you want some burst damage with the stun, then you max the stun. Uh, if you have a bunch of ranged heroes and you want to stand far away from people in five man, that maxing the aura might be good. But if you just want to jungle really quickly or push lanes really quickly, or you do have good minus armor, or you have like an Ursa, you can max... The W. It just depends on what you want, and none of the skills on Venge are like significantly better than the other skills. That there's always one set skill build. That's that's the thing with her. Right. So yeah. another consideration is like laning. Sometimes there are skills that are specifically for laning, and then when the laning ends, there's no longer a point in leveling that skill up because it was just to win the lane, such right. as like the W maybe. That's what I was gonna I mean, say. Is is sometimes also like the laning stage will change. Like maybe you guys accidentally feed, and suddenly you can't pressure the other team, and so the skills that you would normally skill to pressure people are no longer valid because you can't use them because you're just too far behind now or the the person that you're leaning against leaves the lane and so you can't actually harass anybody so there's no point in leveling the harassing stuff and you should just go for the more utility stuff that's going to allow you to transition in the mid game so it really is just like reading the game from minute to minute what's going on and what seems necessary based on what's available to you in your skill build yeah yeah i agree um but a lot of the time it's just instinct it's just what you what you feel you need in the game nothing no crazy uh logic behind it or anything yep so okay uh id the magnificent says me and my friend are spamming position five ogre and position one drow that's a good lane i'm not exactly sure what the best build on ogre is after the laning stage i start with three mangoes one tango build into ring basilius uh for the mid to late game Items, do I just build items that counter the enemy team? Is that the general rule of thumb for position fives? You don't have any required items, so you just counter the enemy. Uh, how do you choose which aura to build in the game? Is it easy to tell or is it easy to tell when to build pipe? 
One should I build a Vlad's over Greaves, Helmet Dominator over Vanguard, et cetera, et cetera. So I think like if you're if you're playing like a drow, a drow dual lane, you almost always want Vlad's. Mm -hmm. uh, Dom is is gonna be fine too, but you would probably prefer some like offlaner to to get that. Uh, also, like utility you glimmer know, cave four staff. Yeah, I was gonna say glimmer force position five just tend to be the heroes that can get those. You have a gold talent, so it's it's pretty good to get those. And if you have a if you have a drow that you're trying to protect, then it's uh, it's pretty good to have these like extremely defensive items, you know that that you can uh, save save them with. But yeah, I mean it's it's very simple. Like enemy team, if the enemy there for me, there are certain heroes that I like to go pipe against, like Zeus, Venomancer, things like that. I don't just go for it in every single game. Uh, Vanguard, same thing. It's like if there's a Phantom Lancer on the enemy team, some sort of small damage uh, source, but like lots of little damage intervals. Then like uh, Crimson is is really good against that. Uh, Medallion is good for taking Roche, which with a Drow you could probably do that a lot. I would say on like a five ogre, probably Vlad's Medallion, Glimmer, Mana Boots, Force, that sort of thing. You're never going to go wrong with those. Yep. They're they're all small items, generally pretty good and, and good with Drow. You want to build build for your team as well as against against the enemy team, but you don't have that much gold to spare, so it's it is a little hard. Okay, uh, Fuzzy says, recently started duo queuing with my low MMR rated friend who was around 1,000 to 1,500 MMR below me and somewhat out of practice. I want to help him get better, win games, and have fun. I'm pretty sure micromanaging fails all three of these goals, but due to him asking questions and me being seen as a more knowledgeable player with better game feel, our games gravitate towards that. What can I do instead of this? Do you guys have any experience stacking with people like that? I was thinking of limiting our picks both so we would always play plus. I, I really like that idea. I really like that. Whenever I queue with my girlfriend, I basically make her play position four and only like two or three heroes. Just because... land together and have like a set combo pretty much. Right. It's on. it's way easier. It's way easier. And she said that when she was doing that, she felt like she was getting a lot better. And it's it's basically just because we whenever you're dual laning with somebody, you get to actually practice. Let me tell you, man, like you can be an ancient player and you can play with like a 7K player and, and dual lane and after like 10, 20 games, you're going to play like a 7K because you're going to have figured it out together. It's just repetition. Yep. Uh, so many people don't do that in Dota. They're like, they just, they play all these crazy wacky combos and Jesus Christ. Imagine, imagine like one day you're just like trying to ride a bike without knowing how to ride a bike. And then it goes horribly. And then the next day you're like, okay, bike didn't work. I'm going to ride a unicycle. And that goes fucking horribly. And none of your biking practice helped. So that goes horribly. And then you just like get on a, I don't know, get on like a scooter and then you fuck up the scooter and it hits your ankles and it really hurts. Like th that's what, if you just stuck to the bike by the third day, you would know how to ride the bike already, you know, but for some reason in Dota, people don't, people don't treat it like that. So yeah. Just... I actually, I, I've been making, I, I wrote the script maybe eight months ago and I still haven't made the video, but it's why you're stagnating at your rank. And I think I'm going to finally make the video because I've been stagnating at my rank and I'm just catching all these habits over and over and over again. And the biggest one is that you just, instead of like committing to the heroes that you know are good or the heroes that you know you can play, every time you lose, you look for another tool. It's like, it's like you go and you're trying to i don't know like fix a house or something like that and there's a nail that you need to hammer in but you don't have a hammer so like you pick up a screwdriver and you try hitting it with that it doesn't work and then you pick up a saw and you try hitting it with that and then in reality you could just like walk to the store and buy a hammer and then you could finish the project but instead you're just looking at all these like 119 other tools that you could be picking and instead of just doing the logical thing which is to play the heroes that you're good at you're trying to find some other thing. You're finding excuses not to pick these heroes. Like, oh, well, I had a bad game against this hero one time, so I probably just shouldn't pick this hero. Instead of, like, changing your item build, instead of changing how you're approaching the game, instead of changing how you counter that hero, you're just looking for an entirely other hero to play so you don't have to go through that experience again. And another thing that I had happen to me today is that I was queuing with a friend, and the first game that we played, we were playing... I've, I've been picking a lot of 4, Doom, recently and so we played a lane where we were beastmaster that's doom that's a good four yeah we were beastmaster doom and we were against a pa warlock which we should just absolutely crush but we did a couple things wrong and 
the game was extremely hard. And then before the next game, we were like, all right, this camp cannot be blocked and we need to play. And I knew that I needed to skill build something different. And then we needed to play like the first couple of waves slightly different. And so we talked about that for like 30 seconds before queuing for the next game. And we went to the next game and we absolutely just completely crushed the game. And it was like night and day against the same skill people. Like this game was super easy and this game was impossible to win. I always say to people, like, if you're if you're stagnating, are you actually going into different? Are you, are you like lear- Are you taking anything from your games? Like, right. after you lose a game, you should have some reason that's like, okay, God, I need to stop dying after winning the laning stage. Like, I'm just trying to fight too much. I need to stop dying. And then the next game, you like try to focus on that, and then you lose for another reason. Then you just keep you just keep improving. Yep. And one of these games, you're gonna play incredibly well it's going to go very well because you're going to find the thing that was really causing you a lot of grief uh but the problem is a lot of people just keep queuing they just they just queue they just queue they just queue and they're not actually trying to improve anything between the games but a lot of the time it's just like wow i suck (laughs) like (laughs) but that's not a bad thing it's like yeah you suck because of probably one thing that you're fucking up just fix that thing don't be an idiot it's very easy Unless you're ignoring the fact that you suck, which I don't know. I don't see how that's going to help you improve, get get your MMR. Like at some point, you're going to have to admit that you suck. So why not just be like, wow, I suck. All right. Why do I suck? Like, what am I doing right now? And I guarantee you within like two to three games, you won't feel like you suck anymore because you'll find the thing that was that was causing you to to stagnate. As long as you the very first step is being like, I'm so shit. What what happened to me? Like, why am I so shit right now? What is what 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 can I do to like not have this happen again? All right, I'm I'm never I'm never dying past the laning stage. Like just have that idea, something like that. Just have an idea going into games based on the previous ones. It's it's it is it is quite simple, but Dota really baits you into like binge queuing and, and not really having any ideas, mm-hmm. which is not good for improving. Um, okay, so SDFS25 says, why does Jenkins like to keep long hair and how long has he been keeping it? Uh I want to say laziness, but I do. I do also have this um, insecurity that my dad is very bald, and uh, my grandparents are quite bald as well. So I feel like if I cut my hair off, I'm I'm not gonna have it anymore. It's not gonna grow back. So you gotta enjoy I, it long while you got it, right? Yeah, exactly. While 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 I can. So that's that's why. And so it's been it's been years. I've 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 had I've had long hair. I've always had a very feminine look. I don't know. I just, I feel like I have a super feminine uh, aura about me. You know, I'm very, very female as you, as you know, Donnie, you always call me and call me mother and things like that. It's really weird. So it's honestly a bit of like a Norman Bates type relationship that Donnie and I have. Obviously I'm not Norman. I'm, I'm the mother, but uh, yeah, he he needs to stop calling me late at night. Uh, How long is a coaching session for Jenkins and how does it go? Uh, I've been doing re- uh, yeah, just replay analysis. That's usually what I do. But I did, I did do a like kind of a session with my girlfriend where we were. <laughs> Jesus, that sounds. Anyway, uh, we were. <laughs> uh, we, she was playing like Snapper. just one, she was playing, like three in. Or is this just a regular one. thing? Just one doesn't happen too often. Okay. Um, unless your mom is in town, then we do a session. But uh, we do, we do, uh, we did. She was playing, and I actually kind of liked it more, just because it felt like I had a, uh, an idea of what was happening in the game. And I could tell her like, you're being greedy. You're about to die. And then she would immediately die. Mm. And like, I would, I would be able to, t- it was really overwhelming for her. She was actually getting kind of pissed with me. Cause I, cause I just wouldn't stop talking about stuff. But uh, she went and played Treant like a few games after and said that it went, it went like extremely well. I was pointing out to her stuff that she was doing where it was like, she forced the enemy team somewhere and then she TB'd somewhere and fought at a good at a good moment. And then somebody died somewhere else on the map on the enemy team. And then they killed two people there. And then the person who TP'd back to push the the wave out, they died as well. And I was like, that wasn't your course. That was you. Like you forced the map to be in that position. Mm-hmm. And it, it that really lets things sink in to people, I think, more than uh replay review because you can immediately see like oh shit that felt good i just like i just won the game and recognized that i won the game with this like one move that i wouldn't have that i wouldn't have done otherwise so i think it's a good way to really quickly have things sink in and internalize stuff but 
it is very very overwhelming and definitely like during the actual game it'll probably go worse yeah because there's so much shit being said and to focus on um in one of my recent sessions that i did with a guy that i've probably had like five or six coaching sessions with now um we were talking about how he wasn't abusing like his hero's ability to pressure in the lane and to like use his body to deny the enemy farm and access to the creeps when you're stronger than them. And like, we, we went over this point a couple of times and finally I was just like, you know what? Let's just get into a lane. Like I want you to lane against me and I want you to feel what it's like to just get completely owned by my positioning and my ability to bully you out of the lane. And so we did that. And immediately he was like, oh my God, like I can, <laughs> like, I could just apply this to my game so easily because all you have to do is just like put yourself in a position to make it so the other person has a hard lane instead of just like sitting behind your creeps and waiting for them to get low and then clicking them. Like you can, you can influence the lane so much more than just like securing last hits based on, on whether you're oh, strong yeah, or weak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like a lot of the time, if you're, if you're strong, all you need to do is stand in the creeps yep. and then they lose the lane. You don't even need to hit anybody, nothing like that. You just stand in the creeps. Yeah. And so I've been playing with a lot of these ideas of like kind of integrating drills into some of my coaching sessions. And, and I think that like laning drills are really good. I think that if I were to coach like a team or something like that, I would really want them to run like safe lane plus hard support against off lane plus four like over and over just run the laning stage over and over so that they would get practice against each other um in that scenario um that kind of stuff you know obviously the last hit trainer is really good if you're struggling with last hitting um figuring out combos that kind of stuff i think that i think there's a lot of stuff that you could explore as far as like how to train better in the game yeah i agree a lot of teams do they do laning practice quite a bit mm-hmm um nowadays it's kind of like a newer newer thing yeah but it is very very good um okay so fuzzy once again mm-hmm. god damn it fuzzy got so many questions uh what do you i'm just kidding i love you uh what do you what do you do and recommend doing to ensure your mental state and health is at its best when playing dota exercises good sleep plenty of water meditation is there anything special you do uh before or in between games god that is a whole subject, a whole subject. And yeah. I think I I feel like Dota is a great metaphor for life in general, just because you can very quickly see your mental, you could very quickly see a positive mental state turn into actual realized MMR. Like you have a number that represents how good you are. Yep. And you can very quickly go from like, I went from 7K to 7.7K in like two weeks. And I got to say that was like those, those two weeks I was, I was on the ball. Like I really felt, I really felt good. Now I'm at like seven, two, seven, three. And I can't, I can't, I can't get up there. Mm. I just, it feels impossible. I was so good during those couple of weeks. And uh, there's, there's very little like that in life where you can immediately see. That's why doing like weightlifting and stuff is really cool because that that's one of these other things where you can, actually see your progress because you can just lift more whereas if you're working there's going to be some like bullshit metric that they judge you that hr developed that doesn't really fucking work there's a bunch of dicks that have a job because they just played politics and they aren't really they don't really do anything you know there's you know i'm not gonna not gonna name any names because there's uh, still people out there but there's people that i've worked with in in like professional situations that everybody knows they don't do anything and when a reorg happens like they're likely to get removed and they're worried that they're going to get removed mm-hmm. but that's 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 the cool thing about dota anyway um so to to give you for like what works for me uh exercise that's something that for me it gives me confidence uh i feel like i think a lot clearer when i'm exercising or when i when i have exercise it gives me energy uh good sleep for sure to to give you an example this is this is gonna sound really crazy but it's i i find it interesting to have these little anecdotes um so i was uh subtitling a video the other day and uh i was very tired i was noticeably tired i i knew i got like six hours of sleep i had to get up to like do something and uh i was up for the whole day so it was right before bed i was subtitling a video we were working on a video for another website and 
usually what happens is to do the subtitles, I listen to like a sentence, like using my ears, I listen to myself talking, and then I write out what I said. And it's just listen, write, listen, write. And this time I had to like listen five times in a row. I swear to God, I was listening. I was remembering the first half and then I'd get to the second half of what I was saying. And then I'd forget the first half. And I'm not kidding, five times in a row I had to listen. And it took me five times as long to subtitle the video because I was tired. Yeah. And it just made me think, what the fuck am I doing in Dota when I'm this tired? It's Terrible. a little harder. Terrible. Yeah, it's harder to <laughs> ratio where it's like, okay, this is taking me five times as long as I normally do. In that example, that's why I like this example, because you could very clearly see the ratio of how shitty I got performance-wise. Mm -hmm. But in Dota, you're going to perform worse. In life, you're going to perform worse. They've done studies where, well, I was I, I followed somebody who, uh, my girlfriend actually showed me this person, but they, they uh, intentionally made themselves tired, and then they tried to go to the gym and work out, and they could do about half as much. Like they could not, they could not get it up, so to speak, yep. not sexually, but well, it, that probably would be a problem as I, well. That probably happens eventually as well. If you're very tired. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so, uh, sleep I think is so much more crucial than people think. I've watched a lot of videos on this where sleep doctors basically say that there is a whole lot of very dangerous bullshit out there that people are listening to and people have these ideas it's one of these things where people have had the the wrong idea about it for so long and it's just it's set in stone to us and it's destructive like people are like oh yeah i stayed up for six or i only slept for six hours and i was fine no you weren't if you are performing well on six hours of sleep that doesn't mean that and, and if, if you do perform well good for you but i feel sorry for you because if you're performing well on six hours of sleep imagine the person you could be on eight imagine what you could accomplish with more sleep that is scientifically proven to exponentially increase your performance so good on you if you're sleeping for six hours and performing really well but you could be a fucking einstein man you could be a karaoke you know you could be a very successful person maybe because there's exponential increase to the the value of of putting more time into sleep whereas just getting two extra hours of work where you're doing shitty work and performing shit for the whole day well, if you're good on that, cool, but probably want to sleep more. Yeah. See, I, I honestly I, think I, all the things you mentioned are good. I, I will say that uh, not everybody needs eight. Some people need nine. Some people need seven. I think the minimum – I have I watched some Sleep Doctor stuff too. There was a really, really good Joe Rogan podcast where they had a, a guy on who really opened my eyes a lot about sleep. And after that, I've started sleeping more because when I was probably for about eight – to nine months right in the middle of Do of the dota alchemy grind when we were both like barely paying rent i was legitimately getting like four hours of sleep a night for like nine months yeah it's, it's not good it was really bad and um i would say like if i had to give you my perfect routine to be at peak performance in, in both dota and like work and school or whatever it would essentially be for me, it's like seven hours. If I sleep eight, I usually wake up feeling kind of sluggish. And a lot of times my body like doesn't even feel good because I've been lying prone for too long. So for me, it's like seven-ish hours. I, I really, really like waking up at like four in the morning or 4.30, uh, five at the very latest. And then from there I go and I, on my best days, I will go not pick up my phone for the first like hour and a half of my day. I will go and I will meditate for 20 minutes and then I will go on a walk outside when it's dark and I will just think about stuff and I'll, and I'll walk and I'll literally just walk, uh, completely like based on intuition and feel where I'll just like, I'll just like walk down the street and it's dark and it feels kind of cool because nighttime and nobody's awake, everything's super quiet. And I'll be like, Hmm, I, I'll just like be drawn to like turn down the street and I'll just turn down the street and I'll just like wander around my neighborhood and think about all sorts of stuff. And it feels like I'm basically like sorting all of the like extraneous files that have stacked up on my mental desk and like sorting them out and cleaning my desk and filing them away. And then by the time I get back to the house, and sometimes my walk will be 15 minutes. Sometimes it'll be like an hour. Doesn't matter to me. By the time I get back, then I'll have breakfast, make myself a coffee. And by the time I'm done with that whole routine, it's usually like maybe 6 a.m. And then I'm ready to start working. 
or playing Dota or working on a video. And Donnie Grandpa confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll get stuff done and I'll get so much done for like three or four hours. And then it will still be like 11 a.m. And I'm like, oh my God, I've actually accomplished more today before noon than I did like in the last week, <laughs> basically. Dude, I gotta say, yeah, I got up at 7 p.m. today, so my schedule is totally off yours. Yeah, no, you're actually nocturnal. You've actually become but, a nocturnal person, and that's fine. I, I'm not a. Did you, I, actually, doctors say that it's not fine. That's that's. Uh, as long as you're taking vitamin D supplements, it's probably not the worst. But, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. I drink. Uh, I drink. Uh, what's it called? Orange juice. Is that vitamin C or D? I hope it's D. <laughs> I think it's C though. It's C. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I think I think uh, I- I'm 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 similar. I'm similar. Where uh, I my my good days kind of go similar to that, except at overnight yeah. <laughs> instead of sure. instead of during during the day. Uh, I like wa- walking at night. What I what I do for, for uh, like kind of meditation and clearing my my thoughts. I actually had to specifically like. Um, Jeez, this is gonna sound like sexual, but I was uh, taking a bath, or I wanted to take a bath because I wanted to like think about you know problems and what I felt like I had a lot on my plate. I need to figure out like what I was gonna do next. And my girlfriend asked me if she could bath or bathe with me, mm-hmm. not in a sexual way. It's just nice to like you know you have you have a, you have a bath and it's like no, it's legit. Our, our tub only fills up with like one thing of warm water, and then it's all cold. So. It's like she couldn't go shower after me or something. Anyway, That's I don't know why I'm did. defending the sexuality so much. It's, it's, a, it's okay to be naked um, with your partner. Okay, okay, okay. But <laughs> with, so with that being said, I, I said like I, – I said no. I was like – I for the first time, I basically – I'm a very codependent person. I mean as you know, uh, being my partner for this Dota 2 YouTube channel, I'm very codependent. So for me to say no to something like that, it's uh, very uncommon. I had to like force myself to do it mm-hmm. and uh, – but I needed to get my thoughts together, and I, I did. I, I actually was uh, having a problem with uh, – so I'm making a game engine with uh, a friend of mine from, from high school. That makes it sound like he's, he's unqualified. He's a very good programmer. He works, he works at IBM. So you know, we're, tr- we're trying to be really legit with it. Uh, it's a web game engine, and we're building out like a poker game with it. And I was working on like the mobile side of the engine, and I had this problem that – you know, it wasn't necessarily really all that complicated, but it was something that required like wit to figure out. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, I need this function to stop. I need this thing to stop happening. I can tell you exactly what it is actually, because it's relatively basic. So uh, essentially what was happening is on mobile, there's like portrait mode and there's landscape mode. Mm. What I wanted is I wanted our engine to work that you could hold your phone in your hand and play the game with one hand. I want people to be able to play on the John. Like I feel like web should be accessible like that, mm-hmm. where somebody can be doing something with the other hand and still playing. Like this game that we're making is a poker game. Well, yeah, you should be able to do something with the other hand while you're on the web, for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, I uh, the problem was that whenever you opened up the mobile keyboard, it would think that it's in uh, landscape mode because the width of the of the screen would technically be larger than the height of the screen. Because the mobile keyboard would take up the majority of the screen. So I just, I was like, I was thinking like, okay, how do I get, so it would switch from the portrait to landscape version of the, of the game, which would look like total shit having a really tiny little landscape game there, you know, oh, fucking Henry's calling me. Um, and it was, uh, it was awful. It looked really awful. And uh, I, I sat down in the bath and within like, within like two minutes of literally thinking about nothing, it just came to me. And the solution was that I was to see if something was, and once again, this is very simple and I just needed to figure this out, but the solution was to, uh, if it was already in portrait mode, check to see if the width changed as well as if the width is greater than the height and don't do that for landscape mode. And that way, when it switched to the keyboard, the width would still remain the same because your phone wouldn't get smaller. Only the height would get smaller because the keyboard came up. So it, it all I needed to do was add in one extra thing to the if statement and it fixed it. And I swear to God, I was thinking about that for like three days. I was like, you know, among with a dozen other problems, but 
it's such a simple solution. And all I needed to do was sit down and clear my mind. And it's like, oh, fuck, that's so easy. <laughs> that's so easy. I just check to see if the width is equal. And if it is, I don't change it. And then it fixed it. And now the mobile version like looks perfect, you know? It's it's really it's really nice, but yeah. I, I couldn't think of it without clearing my mind. I li literally couldn't. Yeah, there's um, there's been a lot of sort of like anecdotal evidence that uh, people like Einstein made most of their big breakthroughs in like moments of like flow where where they were just like not doing anything in terms of like they weren't working on a problem. They were just like going for a walk. Did you make a sex joke that I missed? Is that the one hand thing? Your your what? the masturbation? No, I would never say anything like that. Okay, sure. I, I'm trying to talk I about was, Einstein I was right so, now. I was so into my into my little like problem that I was thinking about. I didn't even notice your your masturbation joke. Well, that's because I didn't make one. So let's go on to Einstein because that's what's actually okay. important. Um, but like the the whole clearing your mind part is just shown over and over to like be how you actually solve problems like most people will not solve a problem when they're looking at it and trying to like work through the complicated logical chain and then they go to sleep and then they wake up and they have the answer for it and yeah yeah that's totally what happens to me like on uh on these walks is a lot of times and i've, I've used this as an excuse and i can admit that it's an excuse now because i try not to do it anymore where i would be like i need a video idea can't think of anything to make a video about and the only way i can come up with an idea to make a video is to just spam games until like super late in the night and hopefully i will figure out something throughout one of these like six <laughs> games to, to, to make a video about and i would do this oh, over and over and over and over and then now that i do these walks i'll come up with like 10 really good video ideas in like 15 minutes just because i'll be like yeah that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, I could totally do that. And I'll like even like half script it out in my head and come back and write them down. And then I won't make them because I'm lazy, but you know, at least I have these <laughs> ideas. When it comes to video ideas, I just try to, it's, it's really nice that Ellie plays, I should honestly pay her, pay her dividends because we just like talk about the game and then she'll say something that like, I'm like, Oh my God, that's a perfect video title. Or I'll say something. And it's like, I need to write this down. She said something like, uh, the golden rule of dota and i was like yo if that was if somebody made that like a video title and made the thumbnail like just all gold and it actually had like one good rule in there that could that could be like elaborated on it would do insanely well we were talking about like uh spamming the same hero because mm -hmm. it is like the number one the number one rule and uh, fuck, I, I I had to write it down. I was like, dude, Ellie, that is such a like, the way it clicked in my head. I was like, oh, the golden rule of Dota, big gold thumbnail that's showing up, like right. the number one, the number one. You wouldn't even need to clickbait it. You could just you could just uh, uh, have it be simple. Like the best thumbnails and title combinations are the ones that are just so simple. Yep. But resonate with people. Yep. Uh, I find anyway. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be like tits hanging out or like. You know, no, that like stuff is that stuff is nerf. guaranteed to get views, but it's not going to get a ton of views. Right. Those are not the, the ones that will actually go viral. The ones that actually go viral are like the real reason you can't make money or something like that. Like a video Some like, shit like that would yeah. instantly yeah. be clicked on by a million people. Right, right. I saw I saw one that was like uh the 30% rule or something. And then the title was like how to be the alpha in every conversation. Some random shit like that. It's like, man, that is in the thumbnail, it was just the 30% rule. The 30% was framed, like the font was really nice, and then it was in like a little frame, and then just a guy, like a sexy hunk guy from a show there. And it's like so simple, but so many people clicked on it because it just it just stands out from everything else. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, the Chris Mon Command, yeah, your URC knows it. <laughs> um, good channel, good channel. Yeah, with with uh, with Game Leap, I think they you know they've got a business to run, so they. I mean, it's not speed that makes the thumbnails, yeah. but they, they've got a business to run. So they're, they're going to go for whatever is going to get them the most consistent views. And that involves having thumbnails that are just consistently like, yeah, their brand. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I under, I understand with them, but definitely we've had periods where we try to go for like the more viral stuff and it can just really fail. Or if you do a thumbnail like that and it just fucking sucks, it's really hard to tell what, what's going to do well. Um, anyway, uh, Arboreal. Oh, sorry. 
but sometimes sometimes we nail it and other times we don't and that's that's just kind of like the that's actually probably the most fun part about youtube is like the game of trying to figure out what's going to be successful but then ultimately you know i don't know maybe we just suck at it <laughs> because it's very hard for us to figure out like this is going to be viral we're changes we're good at figuring out this is going to be a fairly successful video i think I think we can pretty much determine based on our thumbnail and title whether we're going to have a video that does like 30,000 views or 15,000 views or like 60,000 views. Yeah. But um, El Bono, man, he is a god. Yeah, that guy is a master. He is a god of YouTube. Ugh, I don't know. He's just so good. Uh, okay, I actually have one of his things on on my recommended right now. Um, okay, so uh, Arboreal Phoenix says, I know you guys have made some content on pulling, but there are still some things I don't understand. Uh, for example, is it ever a good idea not to pull the lane? Should I be concerned that enemies will dive my core at level 1 or level 2? Uh, yes, if the creep wave is like right in front of your tower and you have a drow or something like that, you, you only want to pull when the threat of being dove is not a big deal because the lane is so far up that you're going to get fucked anyway. That, that's when you want to pull. Usually when people are getting dove and fuck up pulling, it's be because the lane is already in front of the tower and then they pull and it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I've had a few situations where I'll leave my core to pull. Creeps have doubled up to give my core extra experience, but many times they end up dying. Let it happen. Let them be the idiot. Just be good at Dota. Don't don't try to defend idiots. Like all you can do is all you can do is tell is tell your your team that you're going to do things and to go do it. And try to objectively think about like, okay, w was it really obvious that like they're gonna dive my core there, or like, is my put your put your feet in their shoes? Try to think like, can they play this pretty easily where they're not gonna die from getting dove? And if they can, just assume they're gonna do it. And then when they don't do it, just chalk them up to being an idiot because you you want to play to 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 as if you have good players on your team. Yep. Really, it's it's not an excuse to have bad players for you to play bad because that'll just you'll just never improve if you're playing to, to your to your bad players because they're bad so there's a reason they're they're in the bracket yeah i um i actually played a game earlier today where uh my carry and i strongly disagreed on how we should play the lane and um i like it was one of those lanes where you had to kind of get the advantage in the first wave or two otherwise the lane momentum shifts very drastically and so we didn't get the momentum, and so I went and pulled. Or like I secured, I secured a range creep or secured a creep that he was going to miss the last hit on, and he immediately just starts screaming at me, like screaming at me on the mic. Why do you insist on ruining the game? And so I just muted him, and I went and pulled, and then he was just spam pinging me like, "Why aren't you in the lane? Why don't you come? You know, fight them?" And I was like, I was just like. I didn't even respond, but I was just like, there's actually no way that we can contest them because we we fucked it up in the first minute of the game. So I'm just going to continue to pull. I'm going to play the lane correctly for, as a support without the advantage. People are people are such cucks, man. I, yeah. I hate people that do that. <laughs> like I was, I know this matchup. I know my hero. You don't know my hero. You're playing a different hero than me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like there's so many cores that can't get ranged creeps too. It's like, dude, do you want to take thirty percent of your HP and damage to get that range creep? Right. Be my guest. Go for it. That's just stupid. It's just so dumb. Could uh, you give me some ideas about how to counter Timber as a carry? That's kind of relevant to what we were just talking about. That's one of those heroes where you basically have to abuse him in the first wave. I Somebody just asked this, and I'm curious, because people look weird on camera, look a lot different on camera than in real life. Uh, how tall do you think I am? I want people to, to, to tell me how tall do I look based on how I look on camera. I'm, I'm curious. I'm just curious how like off or close people will get. Don't, don't answer if you know. If you, if you, there's, there's a few people that, that, that'll know. I'm just, I'm just curious. Four foot two. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people think. Most people think that you're like Five very, very average height for a man. Okay. Interesting. I I kind of figured. I kind of figured. Lots of four twenties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six foot nine. <laughs> <laughs> 
between five six and six four. That's cheating. So okay, so it's like averaging like five five eight or something. I'm six foot two. Mm. I have the voice of a short person. I wish that wasn't true. I'm six foot two. <laughs> How much do you think I weigh? I think I look fatter on camera than I than I than I am in real life. What about me? If they think, if okay, now that I, think, I know you're six two, and I'm I'm just curious how how tall people think that I am in comparison. Are you taller than me? Oh wait, actually, I oh shit, I guess I just ruined it. Uh, seventy five kilograms. I don't do kilograms. That's actually. Uh, I have a soft looking face, not angular. Yeah, that's the problem. I've been, I've been, I've been kind of trying to bulk for, for uh, <laughs> probably weigh just less than Shaq. <laughs> bulking up on like trying to and trying to like get muscle has made my face look really fat, but I, my my body doesn't doesn't look as fat as my face. It's a real problem. Such is life. One seventy five pounds. That's close. I'm like one eighty. How many in and out burgers can you eat at once? A lot. Am I lifting? Yes. Yes. Playing Dota doesn't bulk you. I don't know why people seem to be so think it's so impossible for somebody to have a girlfriend on the internet and for people to go to the gym. It's not that hard to go to the gym or to have a girlfriend. Right. That's that's something that that can happen to. I've I've known like the nerdiest degenerate people that that have that have girlfriends. It literally, just meets. Uh, you just have to meet one person how tall is elevated are you you're six three right no i'm just under six two actually oh you're six you're six two. Oh yeah we're about the same height yeah 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 you're jacked though at least you were when i when i saw you yeah i was back in the day i haven't lifted very many weights recently i've been i've been good i've been i've been doing good I've been kind of like in the mindset of if I'm putting so much time into going to the gym anyway, I'm, you may, I may as well do it right. So we're like trying to eat good. We're trying to. Sure, I agree with that. We're tr we're trying to like walk and and like meet a certain work like counting calories to like hit a certain threshold, proteins, everything like that. I've been going to uh, so, Kat goes to CrossFit, and she most CrossFit gyms have like a a team or like a guest day which is saturdays and so i've been recently going on saturday except for i didn't go this last week but is that a tricep i don't know how to i know how to i know how to flex my triceps while standing up but i don't have pants on so <laughs> i can't i can't do that the bench three plates oh my god i benched i i started benching a few weeks ago i benched like 160 that's not bad for just starting benching is no, a I would lot like more to... technique than anything else I would like to I would like to bench more but I'm 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 slowly I'm slowly uh working I think working my, my most was like 250. I think I did 250 or 255. I can I can curl I can't do that anymore for sure. <laughs> I can curl like 40 in one arm. I I, I was doing curls for for a long time. I, can, I think I I can curl like 45 50 max. So I'm 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 proud of that. I was I was I've, I've been curling for a while, which is stupid because it's not even like a good curling exercise. is such a trash exercise. It's a really trash exercise. <laughs> I, I actually I've stopped doing it. I've I've stopped I've stopped doing it. What'd you say you can bench? Uh, I think I maxed out at like two fifty or two fifty five. Wow, wow, but that's really that's that really was good. like that was like one rep, and that was probably like five years ago. I I think I can I can do if I were to start benching again. Again, I haven't like lifted weights just because I've been doing more body weight stuff recently, if anything. Um, but if I were to start benching again, I think probably within like two weeks, I could probably do two plates like for maybe three or four. And then from there, two I could plates go to is, reps. Two plates is what? 225. 225. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, okay. I think once you hit a certain threshold, your muscle mass will actually come back quicker. Um, this, this is actually like a proven thing or like if, if you've hit a certain threshold and you've kind of stuck there for a while and then you stop exercising, then to get back there, it actually comes back pretty quickly. If you just start doing it again, hmm. fats like that as well, <laughs> it, because the fat cells stay, they just get smaller. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that fucked? Um, I could, I could bench more. I could definitely, I, I rep, I rep one sixty. I do, I do like 30 or 40 of those. So just just saying, I I haven't tried to like max out. How is many that, pull ups? Is that bro science? I I'm pretty sure I actually saw a study on that. 
but I could be wrong. That yeah, that 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 might be bro science. Um, the fat thing isn't bro science though. That's 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 real. That's real stuff. My girlfriend told me that she's very well versed in nu- nutrition and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, let's. Uh, <laughs> that was a, a diversion. So uh, one last thing on this. I I started this sure. whole idea where. I mean, here's the thing. If you're playing like eight to 10 games of Dota a day, you aren't moving enough, most most likely, because you're probably just like queue and you sit and then maybe you go get a drink of water after two or three games and then you queue and you sit and you're not doing anything in between. So um, for a while there, I need to start doing this again. I was doing 100 reps of push-ups, some sort of pull exercise, either pull-ups or like uh, hanging pull-ups, basically, where like I have, I have a, a squat rack at my house and so... I put the squat rack like above me and basically do like pull-ups like this. You can't actually see what I'm doing, but like to, to chest pulls, like <laughs> like I'm hanging horizontally underneath the bar and using the bar as like a like a reverse bench press basically. Hmm. Uh, and then so it's a hundred reps of push, a hundred reps pull, hundred reps of squat, and a hundred reps of some abdominal exercise. And just doesn't have to be with any certain amount of weight, but just doing that much motion throughout the day. And I was feeling so much better than what I usually do. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I, I can't not go to the gym anymore. It just makes you feel insanely depressed and fucked up. Yeah. Play, play way worse. Uh, so walking to walking is good. Anyway, we've, we've hammered this subject into the, into the ground. <laughs> uh, trash can magic says, uh, how many more dramatic changes do you think Dota can take before it starts to enter the end game? Interesting. Well, <laughs> listen to the Not rant at the beginning of this video. <laughs> Not too many. Um, T mugs. I got this one. This is the mug that I'm using. It's the cock, a cock. I have a few cock mugs, but this is. That's the one I'm using. It's it's hefty. It's very big. That's why I like it. I'm drinking Lady Grey, by the way, for somebody that was asking. It's like Earl Grey, except with more uh, citrus peel in it, like orange, lemon. Interesting. Um, dramatic changes. I feel like Dota has like one max two patches before before it's kind of in the end game like they have they have redemption shots but i don't think there's too many left and i think artifact plays a big role in that it's like people are to some degree losing faith in valve as a company hmm. yeah i, I mean, feel i we, feel that way we've seen how quickly it can go downhill like it happened with blizzard like they they fucked stark well first of all they they fucked diablo 3 they fucked well, they fir- they fucked World of Warcraft, then they fucked Diablo three, then they fucked the StarCraft Pro League, then Overwatch came out, and then they forced Owl, which was trash, and then they released. I mean, Blizzard has just been it's it's been like five or six things, but after the first two or three, people were just like, Blizzard is a trash company, and like that's that's the general consensus in the industry is that Blizzard is a terrible company now. And the thing that the problem is is it doesn't matter whether it's true or not. It's it's the idea. It's like that's the what brand. happened with Artifact. Artifact was a fun ass game, but the vast majority. I mean, granted, the paywall stuff was awful, but you could just see it. Like, there were people who wanted to like the game, but then they would go on the Artifact subreddit, and it would just be twenty five pages of this is the worst game I've ever played. And if you just read that enough, it eventually just embeds itself into your psyche, and you're like, Am I actually liking this game? Am I in denial? Maybe it is a terrible game. And, you know, like, that can happen very, very quickly, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, if you look at a recent example, No Man's Sky, they mm-hmm. really shit the bet on its launch. And uh, if we look at the recent reviews, it's got an 89% approval rating on Steam. 89. That's, That's really tremendous. Good. It's tremendous. But it was one of the most hyped games ever. And they they brought it back with patches. But it doesn't matter. They're still seen as like a shit company. They're still seen as the game as the game will never well, be as successful as it could have been, basically. Yeah, ex- exactly. And that that's just that's just the problem with with branding. Uh, that's it's something that you can see in like cryptocurrency very quickly. People, if people start to lose faith in a crypto coin, uh, very very quickly it will devalue and uh, it it can be irrecoverable. Even if even if it's completely fixed. 
uh, it, it can it can be irrecoverable. That's that's just the nature of markets and ideas that people that people have, and it's 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 a problem. And I really hope it doesn't have to happen to Dota because I I have I've not enjoyed a game like Dota has ruined other games for me. So I agree. Like it's 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 that good, and uh, like I said, I I still I still enjoy it and want to play it. I have not found another game to replace it, so it would suck. I've never played a game until it died. I've always jumped ship before. Like I played for ten years or seven years or something, and then I jump ship, then it dies, or I leave as it's dying or something. But with Dota, it's like this. Yeah, this it would it would suck if it got killed. Um, if it got killed, uh, Ebert says I played three games last night and lost two. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear your dog. He's howling at the siren. <laughs> he's being a bad. He's being a bad boy. Uh, P.O.S. P.O.S. for all three games. P.O.S. What does that mean? I noticed Position and I rotated. Four? Oh, pause for. Okay, okay, I see. <laughs> Shit. Uh, <laughs> rotated impacted multiple lanes. Uh, in the game that I won, but I found myself stuck in position four offlane. With the vast majority of the lane stage, my two losses. It's easy to know when to rotate when I'm stomping the lane. It can leave the offlane or solo. But in a close lane where I'm struggling to know when to rotate, what signal should I use to rotate? When should I be looking to rotate? Basically, how do I rotate? Are, are there times I should stay in my lane and not rotate? Not really. I would say as position four, there are like two situations where you rotate. Uh, situation one, your offlaner can stomp without you. Situation two, you don't need to be there for your offlaner to get what they're getting. Like if you're getting cucked in a lane, sometimes the best thing you can do is just leave and then let your offlaner get cucked solo. Um, also you should be roaming if the creeps are like pushing into the tower mm -hmm. because you don't need to be there to help, to help your offlaner. So you need to be doing something else. You need to be roaming. You need to be stopping the pull. You need to not be standing there soaking XP. That's the number one time when you should be doing something else as a, as a pause for support is when the creep equilibrium is like right in front of your tower. Just go away. Just go away. Getting a kill is not even worth it. It's just all about the creeps. Yep. Just go do something else. Stack, pull, uh, interrupt pulls gank mid like tp mid gank mid walk back top for when the lane pushes out that's when you want to look to rotate Secure but there's a lot of situations runes. yeah power runes a little bit less so these days just because they're too they're so close to the mid lane that uh the mid laners are pretty good at securing them unless it's like a very bottle intensive matchup like some storm ember bullshit then yeah it, it's it's weird but yeah with roaming i would say don't feel bad about roaming but the situations are like it's just like when you don't need to be there Period. You don't yeah. need to be there because you're losing anyway, and and or you you don't need to be there because you're owning anyway. That's that's about it. Yeah, and and don't be afraid just to make that distinction. Like you can be wrong. There's it's shades of gray when that you know sometimes it's like this lane's pretty hard. Maybe we could turn it around, but I could also just go somewhere else, and maybe something better would happen. Just try it out, see what happens. Anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with us. This is a little bit off the rails episode of alchemy answers but i had fun hopefully you guys did as well 